Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com. On Twitter at IIB, at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick. On the, the, the Twitter box, I uh, tried to buy a bike for my youngest and walked into a place in Carmel. They had nine bikes, and they said, uh, you, you can order one. It'll take you eight months. The supply chain conversation hitting everybody, Gary Dick, and we're seeing this. If you drive by car lots, new car dealerships all over the area, you will see very few new cars on the on the lots. Talk to me about what they're telling you and exactly how big this issue is. Well, it's a big issue. No, no question about it. Uh, this whole supply chain issue is, is a big issue, and across all industries you mentioned uh, automotive and certainly part of that a big part of that uh, deal is this uh, this shortage of, uh, of chips of microchips that go in and, and really obviously essentially make cars work uh, cars and trucks work these days uh, a shortage of that you, you saw the truck plant up in Fort Wayne that is essentially parking and ha- has hundreds of trucks just sitting on a lot up there they don't have the parts. Uh, to make them go, essentially. Uh, but it, it, it touches on everything. It, it deals, obviously, with the supply chain uh, situation as a result of the pandemic that's still working its way out. It is getting uh, slowly but surely a bit better, but it's, it's going to be a while before, uh, a, a long while, perhaps, before things are back to normal. The long while conversation is is a big one because one has to ask exactly how do you function you know we talk about what's going on in cars and in indiana the cars are, are very very important whether you're talking about subaru or, or some of the other manufacturers that are here without the semiconductor chips right without those computer chips you can't make them and as harvard business review pointed out some of this has to do with the car companies poorly understanding how they need to continue to have their supply chains coming in so they could create. They said, hey, we don't need as many chips. They got sold to other people. So they're in the back of the queue, uh, if you will. Is there a conversation going on regarding, well, if if these people can't create, they're going to start laying off. And if the dealerships don't have uh, cars to sell and you're seeing used car prices go up, eventually that creates a disaster as well. Is anybody giving you a hint of this could create some serious ripples for a manufacturing state like Indiana? Well, well, certainly. And when you look at Indiana as the most manufacturing intensive state in the country uh, per capita, uh, there are concerns, no, que- no question about it, as to how long uh, this might go. We we see what companies have done. Subaru, you mentioned Subaru of, uh, of uh, Azusa, Subaru of Indiana Automotive uh, in Lafayette, uh, and they they essentially furloughed workers. You know, shut down uh, production for a couple of weeks, uh, back in business now, but are doing things like that to get through uh, this situation now. How long does it last? Well, ultimately, uh, on the back end, uh, you know, things uh, improve? Don't know. A lot, a lot of questions surrounding it, but it is a concern. And, uh, you know, the manufacturing industry, obviously, it's coming back in a big way. So that's the frustrating part. The demand is out there. We're getting to a, uh, hopefully soon, a post-pandemic economy, if you will. And the manufacturing sector is, uh, is, is ready to roll but the supply chain and the distribution issues uh, certainly exist. Talking to Gary Dick, InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I think the best story here is the story that should shake Bloomington to its core. And this is Purdue University expecting its largest ever incoming freshman class. They're going to have 10,000-plus freshmen 
coming in, uh, more Indiana residents, more out-of-state residents by a 1,000. It seems to be uh, based on the reporting that you've got there at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Um, I guess uh, freezing tuition and actually being a place uh, that's kind of cool is enough for kids to say, yeah, I'll go there. Well, it's uh, it was certainly good news and news that Purdue was uh, touting last week. In fact, uh, I believe this incoming freshman class, as you mentioned, 10,000 freshmen, coming in would be the largest incoming freshman class of any Big Ten school for 15 years uh, expected to uh, be on campus this fall. So uh, something to tout, and I do know uh, that has been uh, a big selling point that Purdue has talked about multiple years. I can't remember now what it is, eight, nine years of uh, frozen uh, tuition. That's very attractive uh, to people when they see that and they they think uh, about the uh, the rising cost of a college education so uh, it's uh, something that Purdue is, is, is touting, and uh, I think you're going to get get some national press, which is the other thing, too. Purdue has received a lot of positive national press when it comes to uh, freezing tuition and efforts to hold down the cost of higher education. So now you need to do the, the part two, something that we have discussed in depth. How do you keep students who come here for college, how do you say, hey, this is the place that you should stay. That's very often a jobs conversation. That is sometimes a taxation conversation. It is in always an entertainment uh, a conversation. Are places like West Lafayette looking at themselves, or Lafayette in general, I should say, and saying, you know, if, if Fort Wayne won't provide it in, in mass, if, if Indy won't provide it in mass, why don't we try to provide it? Is there room for Lafayette, West Lafayette, to become the next great growing region of Indiana? I, I, I think so. Uh, and, and, you know, so and, and I think to your point, it's not just Indianapolis and Fort Wayne and Evansville, the metro areas in Indiana that are looking at these quality of place quality of life issues, trying to keep, uh, you know, more people and attract people to live there, to live, work and play there, if you will. But if you look at Lafayette, West Lafayette in that region, there's like an 11 county, I think it's 11 county uh, region, the Wabash Heartland Innovation Network is what it's described as. And there are real efforts uh, underway there now to focus on specific areas of the economy, advanced manufacturing, precision agriculture, this high tech uh, ag and, and doing things not only on the campus and produce physical structure, if you will, the campus is changing dramatically, but in the community and attracting uh, restaurants and entertainment venues and and, and the the bike paths and all the different types of things, the quality of life things. Uh, I think if you look at that region there, there are a lot of reasons to be optimistic about the future, and you look at the companies that are locating it uh, there. GE Aviation, Rolls-Royce has a facility at, uh, at, at Purdue. Other companies are looking at that area as well. So I think there's a lot of potential.